The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB. We're having coffee, talking traffic. And before we do, uh, yesterday, traffic mayhem in the city. Uh, You're probably listening here to Richard and Julie on the news on 680 CJOB. And here's another one of the clips that we've been playing for you. Uh, so far this morning. This, again, I I need to point out that this is from yesterday. This is not happening now. Gary, where are you and what do you see? Uh, I'm on Kennison going northbound. I'm and sorry. I just came from Skirfield. It's backed up all the way to Skirfield on Kennison. So even northbound is bad. It's really bad. Okay. So uh, with the storm yesterday plus the construction... Uh, the storm had knocked out power to some of the lights. You had flashing red lights. Uh, in the worst possible areas. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The, the major intersections around town. And the way Winnipeg works is that once one or two major intersections go down, it affects pretty much traffic because it's all interconnected. Every It spreads like a virus. It's amazing. I recall one time there was traffic backed up downtown, uh, Portage and Maine, and it started affecting the entire eastern part of the city. Anything east of the red was screwed up because of that. Because all the other bridges now start getting the extra volume that the Provence had, mm-hmm. and so on and so on and so on. And so, are we a little spoiled in Winnipeg when you got construction season on right now? We all know it's construction season. It's going to take us longer to get around. Winter time. Uh, it's snowy, it's icy, we take longer to get around. I would have to say, Shadow, that Winnipeg is a tale of two cities. Because if you were traveling around in the North End yesterday, there were no such issues. Like, at that particular time, I was listening to Richard and Julie, I was had to run an errand for my wife, and I was, uh, you know, in the Gateway Valley Gardens area, making mm-hmm. my way over uh, to uh, Kenora West, as I like to call it. Um, or Transcona. Yeah, well, <laughs> sometimes I think I'm closer to Kenora than downtown Winnipeg, but uh, it was, I mean, there was no issue with traffic whatsoever. Isn't that so, amazing? Yeah, and so it really, and it can be like the weather. It can be pouring like the Dickens yeah. in the southwest corner of the city, and you might have the sun coming up. And you're listening going, wow, that sounds weird. uh, The real tale of two cities is that Winnipeggers are either complaining about our roads being in terrible shape or complaining that it's taking too long to fix our roads because of the construction. (laughs) That's the situation, isn't it, Shadow? We we complain about the roads, and then when things are shut down on Bishop Grandin or wherever it might be to get it fixed— we complain about the construction. Well, the reason so for that... So which is it? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, the reason for that is a lot of times when you see a construction project that's ongoing, you, you it looks to me like, weren't you guys working on this exact same thing last year? They the don't year appear before? to be They don't appear to be working as hard as they possibly could at all times at some of the construction And sites. then there's the nighttime situation too, right? It seems like this is the only province where, uh, in most cases, it's not 24-hour work being done. I've seen it done in Ontario. I've seen it done in Alberta where the, they're working nonstop all the time. So that it takes half the time to fix they, whatever they're working they on. They did it for that one weekend when they shut down that big stretch of Pembina Highway yeah. over the May long weekend to do some work. And they said, you know, we got to get this done before people are back on the road. We're going to work 24-7. So why don't we have that attitude so all the time? Obviously, it can be done. Yeah. They're willing to do it in exceptional circumstances. I don't know why they wouldn't consider doing it more often in an area like St. James, where there aren't a ton of people living around the area on St. James Street right near Polo Park here, or maybe on Bishop Grandin. 
I guess it would be noisy and annoying for some people right in that area. Yeah, but. yeah. I, I, but I have, having said that, I have put up with jackhammers at 3 o'clock in the morning myself, and there's nothing you can do about it except for call and complain to the city and, like, good luck You're getting that. up at 3 any, anyway. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter back, to you. It's like an I alarm. Wasn't, I, or even in the, you know, I mean, it, it can happen, and we're going to be inconvenienced for a week or two, but ultimately the, the work gets done much quicker. Does it feel like it's getting worse, I guess, would be my question. You mean this, the construction? Yeah, the city's always, the city's been bragging for the last couple of years. We're doing more. We're spending more on roads, record yeah. amounts on roads. Does it feel like we're seeing more construction? Does it feel like we're being held up Let's talk more to lately? our resident traffic wizard over here, Shanley Videl, about this. You've been covering traffic in town for quite some time. Does it is it worse this year? Um, it's it's more like an ebb and flow thing. It it does kind of seem like this particular spring we do have a lot of traffic happening all at once. I think it's more that it's big it's big streets that are being done. Pemina, we have a long stretch of Pemina being done. Yeah. Bishop Grandin, those are main routes. So I think it's more just where the, the barricades are. How long does it take? Even with all this construction and this nonsense going on right now, how long does it take you to get where you want to be in Winnipeg still? Well, it, it shouldn't take more than half an hour. Yeah. Not really much more than half an hour in, like to go from most places to most other places in yeah. Winnipeg, even if they're pretty far away from each other, unless you have a situation like yesterday where it's pouring rain but and lights are But that's an extraordinary and, circumstance. Like yeah. Jerry, who, who lived out of the city for a long time, he's smirking over there behind the glass right now. <laughs> half an hour. Yeah. Like, that's nothing, right? <laughs> that is nothing. I mean, I, I grew up in London, Ontario, mm. and... It's a small town, really, but to get from one end of the city to the other on a good day is at least 45 minutes. In London? Yeah. Well, London, you know, it's it's 500,000 people. It's not necessarily a small town. But you can talk about Toronto. You can talk about Calgary. I lived in Calgary for three years, and I have to say to you that in the winter there, especially if you're talking about the freeway that runs mm-hmm. through town north-south, the Deerfoot Trail, there was a horrible collision on that freeway almost every morning. We had a traffic reporter there up in a helicopter, just like we do here. And every morning, there's another fatality, blah, 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 on that freeway. And it just bogged down traffic. And you were an hour in the car during rush hours in Calgary. At the very least, at any time of day, any time of year, it didn't matter. Right? Well, Toronto, GTA area, you can be, you like build two hours extra into your work day every day for yeah. the commute yeah. to and it's, then it's the same in Vancouver. Work. Vancouver's terrible as well. Yeah, so I, may, I, maybe we sh- maybe we have it easy here. We oh. do. I think we're spoiled. I think you get used to, you know, only taking half an hour and half an hour is a long time. But that should be that you should know? be the perk to living in Winnipeg with some of the other challenges we endure that sitting in our car for an hour and a half to 2 hours shouldn't be one of them. You can listen to us. Yeah, we're entertaining. We're informative. <laughs> no, listen, I mean, Kelly, you're absolutely right. And we do spend less time in our cars, even with the construction situation the way it is now, than they do in other other places. I can tell you, though, like if I don't get out of here before 4 o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. I'm looking at anywhere between 50 to 55 minutes to get home. It's so, it is so noticeable leaving yep. 15 minutes later from your workplace. 4 o'clock is the Maginot line, I'll tell you. For <laughs> I know, guys. I know people who... <laughs> They would leave work, like everybody's scrambling to get out at 4 o'clock, right? And this one guy, Doug, I knew, he'd stick around till 4.30. And I'd say, how come you're not scrambling to get out of here like everybody else? He goes, I'll tell you what. If I leave right now at 4.30, even 4.45, I'll get home at the same time as I would have if I'd left at 4 o'clock. 
I say, how do you figure? He goes, because traffic, the way it works, right? I mean, he had it planned to the second. But you're still home twice as fast as if you were living in Toronto or Vancouver or some parts of Montreal. Montreal is horrendous as well. If you live in the north end of Winnipeg, it's even better. (laughs) We didn't have any issues there yesterday, according to Kelly (laughs) Moore. It was clear sailing. Yeah, so as you're sitting there in traffic. All the lights were on. And you're swearing at the person who didn't let you in. Keep in mind that you've only been in your car for 20 minutes. The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB.